Equity and empowerment. Yes, sister, that is the theme of this year's International Women's Day. Equity and empowerment. You know, sister, I don't know if you know, but our God Almighty, and in the form of Jesus coming down as man, Jesus, Son of God, He knew what that meant. And He showed us what that meant in the truest way. The fact that we women are equally important and equally loved, just like men by our God, is such a fact that no one can take away. It doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter how people try to debunk it. And you know what I'm talking about. You heard about all the things that people would say about whether, oh, women have to be this and this and that in the eyes of God. I'm going to let you know right now, sister, that God's heart for women is the same as for men in regards to his love, in regards to the way he sees us, in the regards to the way he treats us, because he loves us exactly the same. And you know what, sister, I'm going to tell you right now that there are plenty of examples in the Bible where we can see this. But today, we're going to focus in honor of Women's History Month, week two, we're going to focus on the women that Jesus healed, that he saw and he healed because God sees us. He also hears us, but God sees us. We're going to talk about how he sees us today. So today's focus is two stories. It's kind of like two and a half stories, really, <laughs> in the Bible, just two, and there's more out there, of women who were seen and healed by Jesus. All right, sister. All right, sister. Well, let's get to it. The first scripture that we're going to look at and the first person that we're going to see that Jesus healed is someone that perhaps we don't really hear as much about, not as in popularity or talked as much about, and that's Jesus went to heal Peter's mother-in-law. In Luke chapter 4, verse 38 through 40, it says, Jesus left the synagogue and went to Simon's house. Simon's mother-in-law was very sick. She had a fever. They asked Jesus to do something to help her. He stood very close to her and ordered the sickness to go away. The sickness left her, and she got up and began serving them. Sister, I don't know about you, but you know, you must have someone, either your mother, your mother-in-law, a mother figure that you love, or maybe she's not even maybe on this earth anymore, but you love in your heart. Think about how you feel about that mother figure. Simon, and of course, Simon's wife, loved loved this mother, this mother-in-law. And the people around that asked Jesus, probably the disciples, it's very likely that it was the disciples, asked Jesus to do something to help her. They loved her too. This lady must have been very endearing to the people around her. She probably, I don't know, she probably made meals for them often. She probably served them in some way. She was probably someone of noble character, who knows, right? Because for that time, 
I want to tell you, sister, in that time, remember, it was, uh, this was in the Jewish, Jewish customs, Jewish customs. And this is where probably the reputation, um, of all oh, women have to be like this, this, that, and, and super traditional. There were a lot of customs that did kind of put that on women. Right. And, and, and kind of, um, made them really in the world, in the world be seen as less than men. Okay. But and not, in, not only in Jewish customs, but in many other cultures as well. I mean, I can go on. I'm a, I'm a world history teacher um, teaching that this year. And I know, and especially in early world history, because that's my focus, I know how women um, have been treated. And in fact, surprisingly, <laughs> the Egyptian women were held in perhaps higher esteem than many other cultures, like in Mesopotamia. Anyway, I can go on. But even then, Egyptian women were not equal, right? But they were more esteemed so to see a culture for example like that like oh wow you know egyptians like that's that was pretty progressive and there were others out there but right now i want to focus on that the way that god sees us because as much as you see the world the way they see us the way they treat us even in our pay even how we generally get paid less than men for doing the same jobs especially in the corporate world like we still are not seen as equal in many ways, but God sees us. Jesus sees us. So this is one example. You know, Jesus went in the house and he went and healed her. And she obviously she had a fever. She had some kind of high fever. She was probably sick for a while. She was probably had an infection of some kind. Who knows? We don't know what she had. But to have a high fever, a high fever is not just a fever a high fever that means that she had something that was really attacking her body and who knows if she continued that way if she would have survived especially perhaps at her age if that was a mother-in-law she was older so jesus wanted to intervene and listen to the request of everyone who loved her and he saw her and he helped her and he healed her so that's just one example we don't often hear too much about her but i want to highlight her because it is so important because we know there's someone in our lives who probably who have we have um as a mother a mother-in-law a mother figure of some kind and we we know that we don't want them to be sick or, or suffering and know that jesus or maybe we are that person right we are that mother mother-in-law maybe you're listening and you're an older person and you know you are that mother figure you know jesus sees you okay so the next example is someone maybe a little more popular that we read about or heard about but um, i do want to highlight her as well because this is a story that is amazing um again uh one of the one of the standout stories of how jesus didn't wasn't as traditional quote-unquote with women as far as like how they should be treated in certain times of the month okay so uh just to give you a little background when women when the jewish culture when a woman was menstruating you know when she had her period basically um you couldn't she could not touch anybody you couldn't touch her until it went away it was considered to be unclean to touch even even the husband like nobody so there was a woman who was we, we call her the bible calls her the bleeding woman and um she had 
um, some kind of hemorrhaging um, situation. We don't know exactly. There's um, something, there's some insinuations of what it could be, but it was definitely some kind of hemorrhaging and it was not able to be cured by anybody. She spent all her money trying to seek professionals, trying to heal her. And she was desperate and she heard about Jesus. And so um, she knew that Jesus was probably not going to touch her. She, she knew that she could not get around people. Um, if she got close to people, they would probably shun her i mean they probably already have shunned her already just for even being around like this woman suffered for i believe it was 12 years of bleeding and isolation and loneliness and probably uh, i'm pretty sure lost you know her family like could not you know just living in isolation maybe wandering from place to place this woman was in torment was in torment both inside and out and so he she knew that if she she just had this faith that if she touched jesus that she could get healed what incredible faith it's not like i don't think she heard anyone touching jesus before and getting healed it's like she just she just knew she knew how did she know that her incredible faith so i want to read um a few verses not the whole thing so i gave you some background um but it says it says here, then the woman seeing that she could not go unnoticed. Okay, so after Jesus, let me go back a little bit in verse uh, 46. But Jesus said, someone touched me. I know that power has gone from me. And there was a crowd around him, so she, he couldn't see who it was. Uh, so he called out to see who touched him. Then the woman seeing that she could not go unnoticed in verse 47 says, came trembling and fell at his feet in the presence of all the people she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed when he said to her and then he said to her in verse 48 daughter your faith has healed you go in peace hmm. daughter your faith has healed you go in peace and he called her daughter knowing that she touched him and people were probably like oh my gosh jesus is unclean jesus is unclean like and and probably his disciples were like, oh my gosh, we have to go get you, you know, washed, you get the clothes and wash, all that ceremonies that they had to do so that, you know, Jesus could not be unclean anymore. So no, Jesus did not mind any of that. He saw her. He saw her and he said, daughter, daughter. Wow. He said, daughter, your faith has healed you. Your faith has healed you. And then he said, go in peace. Peace. You ever wonder why he said to her, go in peace? He could have just said, your faith has healed you. Go ahead, live your life. No, he said, go in peace. Because he knew that she was not in peace. Of course, in that moment, she was probably anxious because people were like, probably like, oh, my gosh, what, what happened to this, this lady? How could she touch him? Like, she was probably super anxious, super worried, super like, um, maybe like uh, self-conscious, right? Uh, so in her whole life, she did not have peace. And Jesus said to her, go in peace. So we see Jesus seeing this bleeding woman and not minding the fact that he touched her and so this is another way we see jesus seeing us and so also in that same story he was actually on his way to go heal jairus's daughter but right after that jairus jairus who came up to him and he um earlier and 
he asked him to begged him to please heal his daughter and he, he said okay you know he was gonna he was a synagogue leader okay so a pharisee um but he he had faith he had faith in jesus and so he said okay he was gonna go heal her and then on his way there right after the healing of the bleeding woman the girl dies or during that time the girl dies and they came to her some people came to her to him sorry and said it's too late just don't bother your teacher anymore she's dead but then he goes anyway and he, she is dead but he goes and he raises her from the dead and he raises this child this daughter this young lady so he heals another young lady he heals he heals another daughter not just he, but he heals her from death he raises her from the dead raises her from the dead which is the first um at least in luke anyway the first time we see jesus raising someone from the dead and so that is remarkable also now sisters there's so many other examples in the bible about jesus healing and and even just um forgiveness and we're going to talk about that as well but today i wanted to focus on how he sees us god sees us and he heals us and he heals our our minds he heals our hearts the bleeding woman was not just tormented outside she was tormented inside she was tormented in her mind you know he you know we we see um other examples um as well of of women being healed like um i'm i'm not going to get into this story today but i you know we we see um how the demon possessed uh, woman was healed and and uh, mary you know and so that was mind torment spirit torment right there jesus heals us and he sees us he sees us and he heals us inside and out sister if you're going through something today whether it's a physical ailment a mental ailment something that's causing a disturbance of your peace i want to encourage you to come to jesus sit at his feet be with jesus pray to jesus he sees you whether you pray to him or not he sees you anyway but be with jesus sit with jesus and know that he sees you know that he sees you sister so sister i want to end the podcast by reading another review that was written on apple Podcasts, and I don't know the name of this person, but it says T-M-B-R-C-A. So whoever you are out there, thank you so much for writing this review. It says, in need of a faith boost. She gave five, five stars and she says, thanks for putting this out there. I need this in my current season of life to counter my unpleasant feelings. Hmm. T-M-B-R-C-A. Listen, thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, I will say a prayer for you and I'll say it right now for you. And I'll say it for all the sisters out there who are in need of this, um, who are maybe in a current season of their life where they maybe have unpleasant feelings. Maybe there's something that's lacking peace in your heart, kind of like the bleeding woman or like the tormented woman who was tormented by the spirits, by the evil spirits. I want to say a prayer for you. Holy Father in heaven, God Almighty, creator of the heavens and earth, thank you so much, Father, for this opportunity to read your word, to share with my sisters on this beautiful Saturday 
Thank you so much, Father, for the opportunity to spend time with you every day, to have a relationship with you, for the fact that you see us. Lord, I want to pray for this woman here and for every woman, God, who is living through a season of unpleasant feelings or of just maybe some kind of peace interruption or torment, Father, or maybe even is sick, truly sick physically as well, or even in a mental um has a mental uh, illness or some something that is bothering her inside father i pray god for this woman right now and i pray that you will heal her i pray that you will hear heal her from the inside out that you'll give her peace in her heart father and that you'll heal and 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 uh, resolve um that that pain um that discomfort father god i know that you are a god of compassion and mercy lord i pray so much for that god we know someone even if it's not us in our lives who is sick or countering something god i pray that we also just continue to not give up in prayer for them god that we will put them up in prayer every day lord and that we remember that you hear us and you see us lord thank you so much for this time i love you so much in jesus name i pray Amen. Thank you, sister, for joining me today, and I'll see you in the next one.